Penelope's Pursuits. Episode 4 Mystery in Beijing. A new recruit has joined the Hermes BIRO, the Bureau of Investigation and Research into Objects. 29-year-old Penelope, Doctor of Art History, is the newest member of this small team tasked with traveling the world on the hunt for unique, enigmatic objects with a link to the house's past. A new adventure begins. Hello, Penelope. Menut Basler speaking. How are you, my dear? Very well, thank you. Well, I've received a very intriguing handwritten letter from China. It describes an extremely rare item that could be added to the Emile Hermes collection. It's an equestrian brow-brown medallion that dates back to the first century BC. Jean-Louis Dumas bought two on a trip to China. We presented them in an exhibition. I have told you about this before, have not I? It was an incredible story. Yes, that's right. Heavenly Horses, the equine exhibition that was showcased at the Yongshu Palace at the Palace Museum in Beijing. That must have been amazing. It was. But where was I? Ah, yes, the letter. It ends very mysteriously indeed. The writer has kept their identity secret. But there is a seal, an embedded horse hoof, so unique that I recognize it instantly. It's the symbol of the Horse Lovers Club, an exclusive prestigious club whose members are as eminent as they are mysterious. There are many white rumors about it, and it's surely no coincidence that the club is set to meet in Beijing in just two days' time. Let me guess, it's my next destination? Very perceptive. Before you catch your flight, drop in on Florian Spron's office. He's the executive vice president for sales and distribution. He knows China like the back of his hand. He works there for five years. He should be able to help. Now off you go. There is no time to lose. A few minutes later, on the Rue de la Ville l'Evêque, Florian treats Penelope to a crash course on Hermes in China. For a very long time, we only had one intimate little address over there. The one in the Peninsula Hotel. Precisely that one. That was in 1997. At the time, the Chinese market didn't exist. People only heard about us when they visited Europe. In 2001, we opened another store in Shanghai. We now have around 20 of them. The story of Hermes is a grand tour of China in itself, beginning in Beijing and stopping off in Shanghai, Guangzhou and beyond, before Beijing's second store was opened in 2005, and that was in the China World Mall. I believe that's where your next investigation is taking you. That's right. I'll be there tomorrow morning. It's spectacular, you will see. Completely futuristic, like a labyrinth. Do you know China at all? No. This will be my first visit. You will love it. Get ready to step into a parallel universe.
Florian was right. Arriving in the Chaoyang district, Penelope felt as if she had been catapulted into the future. A tangle of roads with cars whizzing by, skyscrapers as high as the clouds overhead. The area had changed radically since the 2008 Beijing Olympics. Morning, Having arrived at her hotel, there was no time to sit and contemplate the stunning city views from the vast windows of her room, nor to head up to the 78th floor of the China World Summit Wing for a swim in its infinity pool overlooking the city. Penelope barely had time to take a shower before heading out to track down the enigmatic Horse Lovers Club. We find her sitting at the hotel bar sipping a ginger tea deep in conversation with Zui Queen, a Franco-Chinese expert in all things equestrian in China. The equestrian industry in China began booming around five years ago, I would say. More and more young people, men and women, have got interested in riding. Competition and clubs are popping up, such as the Equus in Beijing. Although the sports popularity here is very recent, China has a long and central tradition of horse riding. It is also a connection point that has developed quite naturally between Elmas and China. Yes, I see. Do you know the Horse Lovers Club? I need to attend their next meeting tomorrow night. Can you help me? Well, I will see what I can do, Penelope. But while I reach out to my contest, promise me you will go and try one of our special dishes, the Peking duck. It's delicious. Promise. See you soon. See ya. The next morning, Penelope is woken by the soft rustling sound of an envelope being slipped under her door. She jumps out of bed, grabs the envelope, and walks over to the window to open it. Great! She did it! Zoe got me an invitation to the Horse Lovers Club. The meeting's tonight on the second floor of the Hermes store at China World Mall. And there's a password too. Beijing, here I come! At seven o'clock sharp, Penelope strolls down the avenue towards the China World Mall. In the distance, the Hermes sign is lit up, illuminating the store's self-supporting glass facade like a lantern. Pushing open the door, Penelope walks past the men's universe, stopping to admire the pretty chips embedded in the Celadon blue terrazzo flooring, before heading up the gentle sweep of the Osman-style double staircase to the second floor. The raw silk wall hangings make her feel like she's walking in the Chinese mountains. She passes through the jewelry section before finally arriving at the home department. In front of the door stands a butler. Good evening, madame. May I have the password? I am the one who loves horses. Welcome, madame. I can see by your imitation that it is your first time here. Allow me to remind you of the rule for newcomers. You may only visit three of the rooms. Have a good evening, madame. What's that about? Only three rooms? It's so 
dark in here. I can hardly see. What have I got myself into? The club in near darkness consists of a series of nine numbered rooms. Penelope starts with number three, inspired by the number of medallions. But her first choice is the wrong one. Stepping into the room, she finds herself face to face with a famous British rider who has nothing to do with her investigation. She tries number six next, her lucky number. Wrong again. Last chance. Scrolling through her phone, she schemes the mysterious letter Manu received. Let's see. Come on, think, Penelope. The letter was written on the 8th of March. And there are one, two, three, four, five, eight lines. That can't be a coincidence. And the number eight means something special in Chinese numerology. Okay, let's give it a try. Good evening, madam. Good evening, sir. This might sound a little strange, but I need to start by asking you a question. Do you have a medallion that looks like these? I'm afraid I don't understand. Who sent you here? Well, it's a bit complicated. Do you know Menut Bezler? I don't believe so. Now tell me, why are you looking for this medallion? I work for Hermès. We have a museum in Paris, and the Emile Hermès collection at houses is all about transport. A lot of the items we have there have an equestrian theme. Thanks to Jean-Louis Dumas, a member of the Hermès family who led the spectacular development of the house between 1978 and 2006 while he was chairman, we have two horses' brown band medallions in the collection. We received a mysterious letter telling us that there was a third and that it should be brought back to be with the others. That's why I'm in Beijing to complete the collection and maybe even uncover the story of these medallions. I understand. And this is important to you? History and traces of the past? Yes. At least that's what I've devoted my life to so far. I'm an art historian and also an investigator for Hermès. You are so young. You have your whole future ahead of you. Why place so much importance on the past? Well, the past has so much to teach us. It can tell us a lot about ourselves. But it's very time-consuming, delving back into it. I do indeed have the third medallion. Oh, great! I won it at a riding competition a few months ago in Beijing's Equalist Club. If it's so important to you, I can give it to you, on loan to your museum, but on one condition. Which is? Spend the day with me tomorrow. You know a lot about the past, but I'd like to introduce you to China's present and future. Um, I mean, sure. So we agree. Let's meet tomorrow morning. I'll be waiting for you at nine in the equestrian department. You'll need proper equipment. Come on, Lupin. I'd like to show you something absolutely magnificent. Two tickets, please, sir. Thank you very much. The morning after, Penelope is on duty alongside Tao. That was the name of the mysterious Chinese rider. Exploring Beijing with him was nothing short of exciting. 
Upon her return to the hotel, Penelope reports back to Menou. Hello, Menou? Penelope, I was waiting to hear from you. How far have you got? I've got the medallion. It's with the two others. Together, they form a very elegant triptych with figures that tell a story. You'll see, it's very moving. Excellent! How did you do it? Did you meet the letter writer? It's too much to explain. But I met a man, a writer from Beijing. He had the medallion. He was happy to give it to me, provided I agreed to let him teach me about modern-day China. He invited me to his writing club and introduced me to his friends. All young people with a passion for horses. I watched a race, too. Honestly, it was an extraordinary day. Nothing like the stereotypes or anything I might have expected. Well, Penelope, it certainly sounds like you had a very good time. Sometimes relics from the past have huge power in the present. You can tell me all about it when you get back. Friday at 10 o'clock at the Faubourg. I have a new mission for you. Okay, looking forward to it. See you on Friday, Manu. Thank you.